All right, here we go. We're back. October 20th, 2020. We're in the middle of it. Let's get to it. Guess who's back? Me. Back again. <laughs> back at it again. Back at it again. <laughs> Sarah's back. Yes, I am. In our new home studio. Yeah, this desk. Ish. This yeah, <laughs> our home desk. <laughs> our new little home office. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I, I kind of like it because it faces the window. So when you're like sitting at the desk, it's like. You're in work mode. You can't see the bed and stuff behind you. And it's like, I'm at work. And then That's all you just is. turn around and you're at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, I've got the nice uh, window to look out of. My eyes meet right with the... Right with the trim. Right with the trim. So I really can't... I can see the sky. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Uh, What's going on? Uh, nothing new. I do have a little, right before this started, um, I was waiting for the laundry to get done, and I've just been still a little bit mad about this incident I had with Amazon. So I ordered something on Amazon. To my knowledge, it never arrived, so I went on, and you can, like, check under your orders to see the status of your orders, right. and it said it was delivered, and you know how Amazon takes a picture of it, like, delivered on your doorstep? Yeah. Okay, well, the picture was not my door, or was not our doorstep. It was, like, one of the downstairs apartments. Yeah, so we never got it. I was mad because this was a gift for someone. So did did you check with the property manager to see if yeah, somebody turned it in because it wasn't theirs? Yeah, I did. And she said she emailed them. I haven't followed up, but I mean, that was... Emailed who? The property manager said she... This is besides the point. This doesn't have to do with my story, really. Oh. She emailed the guy who I thought it was delivered to his apartment she hasn't like told us or I mean, has she emailed you saying your package has been delivered or found because she would be emailing you, not me. Uh, it's true. No, I'll check it right now, but keep going. Well, so we, you know, I'd went down, knocked on her, uh, knocked on the guy's door who I thought it was, did an answer. He had other like three other Amazon packages. None of them were to you. It had like your name and everything on it. So I kind of just cut my losses. It was very disappointing because it was a gift. And then, um, yeah, I wasn't able to give it as the gift because it wasn't there. Um, but anyways, so I'm just very mad um, at Richard, our downstairs neighbor. 
Fucking dick. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I've done this before with Amazon, but I've previously ordered something and it hasn't come. And I just, they never even sent a picture of it on somebody else's doorstep in the previous incident. So I knew this was a feature. You can go on and like talk to a little customer service robot. So I, in the past, talked to the customer service robot, basically asked you all these questions. And I was like, pre-written pre, um, like responses that you click on and like it just helps, like it prompts you through this whole conversation with this little robot. And um, in the last incident, the little robot just told me, okay, I'll resend your package for uh-huh. no cost to you. Yeah. So even though it said it was delivered to our downstairs neighbor, I did the same thing, and um, the little Amazon robot told me they're going to be sending a new one. So it all works out, I what, guess. What did you order? Uh, little hand towels. Got it. So Richard's using our hand towels for God knows what. I mean, probably to dry his hands. But <laughs> I just find it odd that Richard wants a hand towel with pineapples on it. Like, it was a pack of four, and it's like, Richard, you really thought it was so necessary to steal my package, and, oh, you open it up, and I didn't order these hand towels with little pineapples, but I'm going to keep them. Yeah. Well, I didn't uh, I didn't get an email from our property manager, but I'm just going through these emails. This is like the kind of catch-all email that I just put in for basically everything. Yeah. And I just realized that I'm still contributing $20 a month to the San Diego Humane Society. Oh, my gosh, Matt. Today when I was cleaning off all the, like, junk on the refrigerator, mm-hmm. I thought that because I need to. I saw the, I need the to, magnet uh, they gave us. Do something about this. Yeah, you should. You know, when they asked us right there on Mission Beach, I was like, okay, I'll let this go for, like, one or two months, and then I'll I'm going to unsubscribe and take mm-hmm. them have them take me off but i did i tried to go in here once and it literally is impossible to find you should just call them i mean yeah i'm I sure should. their magnet has their number on it yeah i wish sometimes i, I they had instead of like a uh, 20 dollar a month thing if you could just make a 20 dollar donation on the spot and just do a one-time thing yeah i think that would be a good idea because i'd be more inclined to do stuff like that like with, um, that's, that's my, that's my strategy with uh, boy and girl scouts when they hang out and out front of the, uh, supermarket mm-hmm. and they, they try to sucker you into like buying the cookies, uh, the popcorn for the boy scouts. And like, I yeah. asked the guy how, what, it, how much it is. And it's like $15 for like the smallest popcorn. <laughs> and I'm like, I have a funny dude, I, I like, I, I like, I'm all for this, but yeah, really? So that's my strategy is I go. Hey, they say, hey, you want to buy some popcorn? And I was like, no, not today. But is it okay if I just make a donation instead? And they were like, oh, yeah, sure. And then I just give them five bucks. Oh, that's a good strategy. I've actually never thought of that. So I just, instead of paying 15 for popcorn, that's not even really that good. I'll just give them five bucks. That way I'm still supporting them, but I'm not getting, like, bent over the rails. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, I have a funny story about the the Boy Scouts and their popcorn. Yeah. So one little kid, he was really cute. He got me on the way in and I was like, I'll, I'll get some on the way out. I've never bought popcorn from the Boy Scouts. This is like my first time. I was totally surprised to even see that Boy Scouts sold anything. For some reason, I didn't know that they 
sold anything. Yeah. So I come out and I like got cash and stuff so that I could pay them. And then he's telling me all about, he recognized me on my way out. He started telling me all about the different flavors. I was like, okay, I'll take the like cheddar covered popcorn or whatever. Yeah. And he hit me with the price and I was like, I don't remember, but I was, it was probably like $15, but it was like this little measly bag. Yeah. And I was like, well, shoot. I don't even know if I have that much money on me, <laughs> I boy. I didn't even pull that much out. <laughs> I got a $10 cash back. I don't even think, I think you have to get like 20 I had enough, but I was just like, dang, I thought I was going to have some leftover. Yeah. And now I'm just spending all my money, my cash on freaking a bag of popcorn I'll eat in five minutes. Yeah, because <laughs> see the Girl Scouts, their things are only eight bucks a box. And let's be honest, those are way better than popcorn. And I feel like maybe they can be cheaper because they sell more than the boys sell of their popcorn. Don't maybe. I don't know. I just got to think those the Boy Scouts, their profit margin has got to be huge on a bag of popcorn for 15 bucks. They need to like restructure their pricing or something. I'm sure they'd make a lot more sales. I don't know. If it was $5 a bag, they'd get me. That's, you know. Oh, yeah. But. Probably would end up buying three. Yeah, because then I can get three different flavors. Yeah. 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 Um, never mind the uh, the highway that's running right through our front yard here, or our backyard. Um, I noticed, I was watching, I don't know if you caught this, but I was watching Instagram videos, and did you see, did you see Britney Spears? Yeah, I saw it on a few different um, accounts. What's that girl's deal? My whole thing is that I think she's just, like, stuck in her house because I don't know. Is she on, like, house? She's not on house arrest. I, I think it's, like, her parents or her dad, like, controls her and doesn't let her do anything. And she's just, like, going crazy by herself in her house. I'm not sure, but this is, like, the third video that I've seen where I'm, I'm like, something's going on. I think you should go to her page. She literally said she burned down her gym, like, so casually the other, like, probably... Right when quarantine kind of started, yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, I got this new gym because I burned my other one down and then just kept it moving. And I was just thinking, wait, what? You can't just you can't just say, oh, I burned this structure down and then just keep it going. Give us a little context there, lady. And she just looks very like drugged up. Like She looks like she's on uh, like some kind of thing that just like slows you down so much she's like like her synapses aren't firing she looks like the guy off of uh she looks like uh jack off of uh one flew of the cuckoo's nest when he gets back after having like that shock treatment and then he's like playing around with him like well i thought in that movie his brain was like fried Nobody was kidding after he got the shock oh, treatment. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. The last time they did like that lobotomy thing on it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, Matt, you should go to her page because she literally posts videos like that every day. And I just feel like there's certain ones that people get all worked up about. But like her entire profile is like videos of her dancing in front of the camera. It's weird. That was the last the one I saw today. She's wearing like a red wraparound thing around her, her boobs. And yeah. then like she's wearing like a black thong. Never breaks eye contact with the camera. I don't know. It's very uncomfortable. Those child stars, they're a little messed up, I guess. I'm a little messed up. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, childhood stuff, um, I've seen where, I don't know, did you get into Pokemon as a kid at all? Um, I watched a show with my brother. I know my brother, like, had some of the cards and would, like, collect the cards, but I myself wasn't, I mean, other than watching the show on Saturday mornings, no, I wasn't that into I it. I watched it, the show almost every day when I was in kindergarten, and my aunt got me, like, this whole uh, kit, like, this whole starter kit of all these cards, all of, like, the little uh, rocks that go with them, so you can, like, duel back and forth. And um, I have, like, a shit ton of cards. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, what's left of them. But supposedly, these things are going, like, hotcakes right now. And, like, I've seen guys that I went to high school with who are, like, buying some of this stuff up right now. That are like, hey, if you have any of this, I'm, I'm buying them. Like, I'll pay, like, a good amount for it. I don't understand why are people wanting to buy them. It's just like it's like coming back, like it's it's being popular again. So basically, all this like retro stuff is is selling for like an extreme premium right now, and that, it's crazy to me. Interesting. Are those guys that like you know that are buying it? Are they gonna what like put it in a collection and sell it for even more? Yeah, like they're gonna flip it, and like you know that guy Gary V. Yeah, he was talking about it. Well, I should tell my brother. Yeah, if he's got Probably any cards, I'm, d- I'm gonna, like when I go home for Thanksgiving, I'm going to look through everything and and uh, see what I've got because I mean, there is one uh, there is one instance where this guy made forty thousand dollars, Sarah, selling cards. Yes, like here's a uh, here's a Pikachu, Pokemon Pikachu. I don't know what this number is 58 out of 102 mint 500 bucks i know i have that card i know i've i had that card in the past wow this uh is it mint condition well probably not mint but i mean it's close i mean look at these like these are going for like 500 dollars per card yes and it's like i know i've got a few of these i i know i have to now the 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 mecca one is a holographic charizard and he was like a fire dragon. And I remember this time, I, I uh, was at my sister's uh, Little League basketball game, mm-hmm. and I had one of those. Not a holographic, just a normal Charizard. And I traded it away to, like, one of my friends. Is Charizard the big dragon or the little yeah, dragon? Yeah, the biggest one. There's, like, three of them. It And he morphs, right? Yeah, I guess. I think that's how it went. But, yeah, I mean. You I traded it. I traded it away for like probably like three shitty, shittier. I know shittier cards because I had got three of them, but I always thought about that. I was like, man, that was such a dumb trade. But yeah, I know I've got a few of these, um, so we'll see if we can make a couple bucks off of it. That'd be that'd be so awesome. That would be awesome. Um. Yeah. What about, um, did you see where uh, Gavin Newsom is breaking out uh, the new COVID rules for us for during the holiday season? I did. I saw a few things on Instagram, which they seem a little bit um, ridiculous. Uh, There's like seven points that I guess he released, like seven major guidelines, and then he like went on to have you know, 
describing points of each one. Yeah, they're they're ridiculous. Yeah, and I just feel like some of the guy like some most of the guidelines are like just unrealistic. Like the whole Okay, so like for the fir- the first one that everybody's talking about is like you're limited to like 3 households per gathering. Right. So what if you have like a super large family? Right. So and, like and, even and Matt, your your family's not even that big and what if it was like your parents, your sister, your grandma, you technically wouldn't even I mean, I know that wouldn't be, you know, right. even in California, but it's like your family's not even that big. You have your parents have two kids. What about the people who have four or five kids, yeah. you know? Like Yeah. That's freaking yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That literally like rules out like a three generation dinner. Yeah. It does. And that would be with one child. Well, yeah, if you had one child, I guess then it could work. But if you had two children and you had like the grandparent, the set of grandparents, mm-hmm. even just one set, because I, I only have, I have one grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. You know you what could, I mean? Like, like what if you, you had both, what if both, both sets of your grandparents were going to be there? Yeah. That it, it is a little crazy to me. And then I also think, okay, so how is, okay. You're saying he's limited to three households. Say it's like, you and I were to go be with your parents and your grandma and your aunt. Mm-hmm. So that would be six people. Right. But say, and that's what he's limiting it to. Say it was like one household. It was like a husband, wife, and their three kids. You know, another couple and their four kids. Right. And then grandparents. It's like that's way more people. Like some households are really large. Oh, you're saying if it, it was only, let's say it was like really like two households, but it was like a, like two families that are like really close, like really close friends, and they have like, let's say four kids each. Yeah, so that would be like five kids each. That would be like ten. That would be fourteen, 14 people. people. Yeah, and it's just like, I feel like maybe he should have said like your group shouldn't surpass like kind of how it's been with like restaurants like you have to be at a 25% capacity or something like whatever your main capacity is like uh, he's kind of like setting a cap like number wise I know you can't really do that for families except 25% capacity of your family but it's like you should have said gatherings should be less than 15 people or you know like I think the whole thing is just yeah is ludicrous in itself it is I think it is too because they're still acting like we don't know what this thing is. Well, and also California, like our cases are declining, I've read. And it's like it we're in a better place than we've ever been. And then now they're putting in all these super strict guidelines for the holidays. Yeah, it's it's uh it's ridiculous that you have to have an outdoor gathering in December. Yeah. And I know it's Southern California or even Northern Cal. I mean, I know it's California, but like, it still gets cold. It gets cold. It cold and cold. Too cold to go outside and like have a dinner in what the if backyard. It's raining? Well, then yeah, you're and screwed. Then I was thinking too, like, it never rains um, here, anyways. Well, you never know. It's 2020. We could get really bad rainstorms or something. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I was thinking like, oh, because um, maybe, oh, we're gonna have a gathering for. Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever. What if people are like, oh, let's have it in the garage because that would and like just roll up the door and like that could be like your outdoor space. But I was like reading some of the rules and it was saying um, 
you can have it in a covered structure as long as three of the like walls are open. So technically in a garage, Wouldn't only work. one would be open. So that won't even work. No. So you have to be like in a tent. Yeah, like it said like an pavilion. easy up. Yeah, like a tent, like an easy up, and like a, yeah. And I was just like, that's so stupid. And But you can still go to a restaurant with the public and sit out. So you can still go in a restaurant and there's God knows how many households that are going to be there yeah. all within six feet. Yeah. And then I was thinking too, he says these are mandatory guidelines. Like, are they going to be enforcing it? Well, you can only have it for two hours too. Who's enforcing that? Though? I don't know. But they said no long. You can't. Your little party can't be over two hours long. Yeah, I read. I did read that. the The thing that was the craziest for me is the singing mm. part of it, where it's like if you want to like sing Christmas carols, you have to sing at a level that is lower than a normal speaking level. That makes so you no have sense. to be like jingle bells, jingle bells. It said lower than a normal speaking level. Then uh, why are you even allowed to talk? You can't. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not even. Uh, it says because of this, singing, chanting, and shouting are strongly discouraged. But if they occur, the following rules are recommended. All people should wear a face covering at all times, including anyone who is leading a song or chant. Uh. People who are singing uh, or exercising are strongly encouraged to maintain physical distance between beyond six feet. People who are singing strongly encouraged to do so quietly at or below the volume of normal speaking voice. Instrumental music is allowed as long as the musicians maintain six feet physical distancing. Yeah. Musicians must be one of the of the three households playing a wind instrument is strongly discouraged. <laughs> I don't No playing jazz flute. Like they're just going to, is that because they think you're like blowing on I don't people? Know. Like it's nobody not like, wants to hear Ron all, Burgundy play jazz flute. <laughs> we're not all sharing the flute. Like oh. it's like, what, what is the difference between playing the flute or, you know, a wind instrument and speaking like, there's little spit particles coming out of my mouth right now. Yeah, I well, guess that's why they say... Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Never no, mind. No more baby making music. <laughs> I'm really not prepared for this. Um, yeah, pretty ridiculous. So a topic that I thought was pretty lighthearted and kind of like a little bit of a comic relief... Um, just because I don't think anybody really saw this coming. Carol Baskin recently said in an interview that she's bisexual. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. So what? I, <laughs> she, I guess her interview was with this um, media outlet called Pink News, which I had never heard of them before. So I did a little bit of research. Uh, it's a UK based um, like online newspaper thing uh, that targets the LGBT community. So upon reading that, I'm just wondering, like, did they offer their, offer her this interview? And then she kind of like jumped at the opportunity for like to get some publicity and get people talking about her again. And then just kind of like throw it out there that she's bisexual. 
She said this quote. Not ridiculous. I've always I mean, considered weird. myself to be bisexual, even though I've never had a wife. I could just as easily have a wife as a husband. I just don't see us as different genders. That was the quote I read she online. She doesn't see it as different genders. So I, I'm assuming that means she just like loves everybody regardless of your gender i'm not following but uh i do know that obviously that uh the what's what is it the tiger king uh joe exotic Exotic. Uh, what was the what was the um his compound called it was called um it's something something yeah tiger tiger ranch or something like that what was Uh, joe exotics anyway she bought it from him remember that like she took it over and now she's turning turning uh, gay or bisexual. You think they're linked? I feel like that that little compound there in Winniewood, Oklahoma, has got some some bad some bad uh, juju going on over there. I don't think so. I you don't get involved over there, anything. and then you start you start swinging on both sides. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I just I think it may just have been because I think she's now getting a lot of like scrutiny. How I heard. They're, like, reopening an investigation on her. Like, when she was on Dancing with the Stars, her ex-husband's family, like, came out and made a statement about her, and, like, they're reinvestigating. So I feel like maybe she's just trying to escape, like, the negative. She's trying to keep the pot going. Yeah. Stir it up. Mm -hmm. She's trying to stay in the headlines by saying she's gay. Yeah. Or bisexual. Yeah. So, interesting and she's been married to three men. Well, she killed one of them. Well, I'm interested to see, like, has she ever actually, like, had a relationship with a woman? Or, I mean, I guess you could say you're bisexual and never have been in a relationship with, you know, a lady. But I just. Maybe she's been with some tigers, too. That would be bestiality. Or some jaguars. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I hope not. All right. We'll catch you later on the next one. Let's move before they raise the parking rate. Later.